From the top floor of the abandoned hospital, Renton Police Officer Peter Westmore stared across a vast expanse of the southern Seattle metro area. After the evacuation of Renton, he had been assigned to general evacuation duty. Swirling black smoke climbed into the cold February wind from a fire a block away. Looters had started the blaze earlier in the morning, and that had probably cut power to the hospital, but the terrorists were the more ominous threat. Out there, somewhere, they had a nuclear bomb and threatened to detonate it at any moment. The fear turning through him had brought back a childhood nightmare. Satan, with huge horns, a wicked grin, and whip-like tail pursued him. As hard as he tried to run, he barely moved. Every time he looked over his shoulder, the wicked demon drew closer. In that awful dream, Peter had struggled with all the might of his young legs to get away, but Satan leapt upon him. Now, years later, he stood on the top floor of the hospital and felt that urge to flee grow like a storm in his gut. Once again, he tried to call his wife. The phone showed a good signal. He tapped Sue on his contact list, but it didn't connect. He pressed transmit on his radio. Leon, the top floor is clear. Roger, I'll meet you on the roof. As Peter ran from the room, the lights flickered and died. He hoped this didn't mean a new problem, but that the generator had merely run out of gas. Using his flashlight, Peter took the dark steps two at a time. On the roof, a doctor and two nurses loaded the last three patients into the waiting copter. Although Peter wanted desperately to leave and head south out of the range of the nuclear bomb, he waited by the stairwell door for his partner of nearly three years to climb to the roof. An American flag fluttered nearby. The wind blew from the west. He looked north toward Seattle and thought of Sue. Again, he tried to contact her on the phone. Again, he failed. The last nurse had just climbed aboard when Leon dashed from the stairwell. Together, they ran to the helicopter. The pilot shouted over the roar of the blades, I'm sorry, I'm already overweight. Anger mixed with fear rose within Peter. Again, just like in his dream, he wanted to flee, but couldn't. The pilot pushed the throttle forward, producing a frigid whirlwind. Peter and Leon stumbled back as the helo rose into a cloudy gray sky and then turned toward the south and safety. Was that the last helicopter? Peter asked as the sound of the blades died in the distance. I think so. Leon walked to the parapet. Peter joined him. Below, sirens wailed, horns honked, and people shouted and screamed in an endless, slow-motion struggle south. We are so screwed, Leon shook his head. Our patrol car's still in the parking lot. Do you really think we can get to safety in a car? Leon looked down at the vehicles below. It doesn't have much gas. I need to get home to my wife any way I can, and right now the squad car's the best option. I thought you phoned your dad to ask him to take Sue to the family farm. Peter sighed. I did, but we got cut off before Dad replied. I'm not sure he heard me ask. Leon nodded. Okay, let's go. Peter hurried from the roof with Leon right behind him. Racing down one flight of dark stairs after another, it seemed they would never reach the first floor in the squad car. When they did burst into the lobby daylight, the stillness and silence stunned Peter. Glancing over his shoulder for any oncoming devils, he turned and rushed toward the exit. Suddenly, a car horn broke the silence of the empty building. Leon shook his head. If it were night, this would really be creepy. It's still creepy, Peter pointed down an empty corridor. This way. As they hurried, the blaring horn grew louder. 
the two officers pulled open a sliding door and rushed out. In the driver's seat of a nearby car, a woman rocked back and forth as she pounded the steering wheel. Peter jogged over to the vehicle just outside of the emergency room. The young woman grimaced, leaned back hard against the seat, and beat on the horn. Are you okay? The pained look on her face told him she wasn't. She wore a loose coat, but appeared to have a large belly. I'll practice my investigative skills. Young woman, large belly, pain at a hospital entrance. You're in labor. But still, he asked, what's wrong? Contractions. Peter bit his lip. This was not a good time to be having a baby. How can I help? He heard footsteps and glanced over his shoulder. Leon approached. Her eyes darted between Peter and his partner. Tension seemed to flow from her. She breathed deeply. Can you help me into the hospital?